This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 31. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 31. I'm Will, and here with me is a man who's an expert at keeping his kids away from the toy section at Target, Scott. Hi. And a woman who's excellent at finding the toy section at Target, Rebecca. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Frankenstein I just got. And guess what? He keeps going. He sure does. There is no motion detector at all. He doesn't stop. He's just letting you know he has his diverticulus, <laughs> diverticulitis is acting up and it is not getting better. I feel like he just has a lot of existential angst and, <laughs> and gas. Yes, he, he has to poop really bad. <laughs> it is. Oh. It's, 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 going, it's not getting old, is it? He's going to keep on going. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I, I'm so upset for him and his plight. Like, why did you bring me back? <laughs> Give me the balls of a better man. <laughs> just bless his heart, though. I just have a thing with Halloween decorations that are like busted. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta love them because no one else will. It's like the <laughs> Island of Misfit Toys, but with Halloween decorations around here. He is, he is pretty pitiful. He I have is to pitiful. Say. His little arms were twisted all around the wrong way too. I like his Moss Man green uh, jacket, also. Yeah. His eyes light up, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good piece. Good piece. So when he's moaning, his eyes brighten. <laughs> I got pink eye at the city pool. <laughs> and guy. a tapeworm. <laughs> that's a tapeworm moan. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man, Season 1, Episode 25, Evil Seed. The year date for this episode was November 24th, 1983, which is after I was born, so I could have seen it. And in this episode, He-Man and Skeletor must join forces to stop a plant-like villain called Evil Seed from taking over Eternia. Quit bragging about how much how much younger you are than the rest of us. You're so young. <laughs> I'm bragging about how I could have seen it as a baby. <laughs> you probably did. I know what, your mom watched a lot of He Man. <laughs> What's that? What year are you born? Eighty three. Oh really? So I I always thought you were older. Yeah, well, you have the bearing of a much older man. Yeah, that's what everybody says about me. I'm so dignified. I have such grace. I was thinking mm-hmm. you were so cantankerous, like an old man. That's true. I do complain a lot. Define. <laughs> <laughs> Cantankerous. Sorry. Oh, and, and for Will, it's just he's just really particular about the world and how it should be, and when it does not match his expectations, he fusses. It's basically like Herman Munster going darn, darn, darn a lot. <laughs> so basically, it's like this Frankenstein moment. <laughs> yeah, that's basically exactly. That, that's just basically exactly. You. That's me all that, the time. That, that's you. And I've had a cold. It was definitely like me. Okay, so if lightning strikes us right now, and the plot of Child's Play is going to take <laughs> place right here, your spirit is going into that Frankenstein, that's true. and we won't even no because it'll just do the same thing right <laughs> what do you want you want you want crackers you want you want uh, cheez-its what you want some cookies what do you want 
<laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> As we get into this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about how the show He-Man has changed a little bit. And I think it's becoming a little more obvious that they're trying to move away from the same formula about Skeletor having a new device to raid Castle Grayskull with. And they're trying to introduce more villains but still keep Skeletor in play. How do we feel about that? And were they successful this time? Do you think that you think this worked shaking up the formula a little bit? Before I answer that, I would just like to say how you should be proud of me for identifying the movie Child's Play as by its name and not calling it Chucky. <laughs> as most 13-year-olds <laughs> think it is. Just anybody. Incidentally, it's also our cat's favorite movie. We y'all, just seen, y'all seen Chucky? Y'all seen that Chucky? You got Chucky too? Yeah. It's called Chucky 2. Okay. (laughs) All of them are called Chucky 2. I'm sorry. Anyway. So what do we think about Chucky 2, also known as the villain Evil Seed? (laughs) Yes, he's he's a regular Chucky type. I mean, I I am open to it. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like it in She-Ra, for example, when we found out that uh, Hordak wasn't the main bad guy. And in fact, there was someone above him. Yeah. Because it kind of disrupted the dynamics, I guess, that I, I w- had come to expect. And I kind of think the same thing is true here. Because you need Skeletor to be the main bad guy. I it, feel like I do. It sort of like depowers him a little bit. And whenever there's an episode where there's not Skeletor, I do miss him. Like, I want to see him. Well, there, there was a purpose for this, at least. It wasn't just a random, like... True. It sure. Was, it wasn't uh, Gas gas <laughs> Wizard. Mm-hmm. Right. This was a good villain, I feel, yeah, it in was, this episode. It was, really he was good. good he was genuinely scary. And like to, to Scott's point, it's a good point. There was a purpose to there being another villain. We had to um, sort of test whether He-Man and Skeletor could work together. And it was sort of interesting for them to have a threat they had to, yeah, had and to it, well, Yeah, and he was against everybody. He wasn't just against... He just wasn't against King Randor. He was against <laughs> he Skeletor, was for, everybody. He was for plants. But we'll get, <laughs> we'll get into that. He was team plants all the way. Uh, this is Ram Man. I'm in Act 1. But then I leave. Feel any better? A little. <laughs> nice to know you have a weakness. Allergies are not a weakness. Um, yeah, so we, we open on uh, man-at-arms having bad allergies and sneezing. What are you guys allergic to? Anybody? Anybody allergic to anything? Man-at-arms had to point out that it was not a sign of weakness to have allergies, and mm-hmm. that is true. So don't try to be a big man. You, you, if you have yeah. allergies, that's fine. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not... I don't think I have, like, super allergies. Like, like I need to take medicine all the time, but, like, if something's, you know, real dusty or whatever, it just bothers me a lot. I get that. Milk and band-aids. You're not allergic to to milk. Uh You're intolerant. (laughs) I'm intolerant of milk. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you can can drink it. It's just just a problem after you drink it. Right. And I guess, yeah, band-aids. Okay. Band-aids? Yeah, I just have to let my wounds seep, Scott. (laughs) <laughs> is it the adhesive on the band i think so i think okay. it's the texture of it it just it just gets grosser <laughs> you do have some hand cream like a steroid cream you have to use sometimes mm-hmm. you call it your nerd cream yeah for uh <laughs> pictures email rumors at the wizardsnightshirt.com <laughs> please do not yeah i'm allergic to a lot of things including cats and dogs and i have a dog and cat that are always trying to sleep on my face so it's all right 
I'm probably allergic to some foods mildly, but so far nothing bad's happened. I'm going to keep eating avocado. Y'all can, you know. If I ever become deathly allergic to anything uh, crustaceanal or like shrimp oh, that would or be something so like that, sad. I would, I would probably just eat myself. You're like, worth it! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think they were just showing us Duncan having the allergies. It's sort of foreshadowing for the plant stuff. And we... Yes, but also he has allergies, and as we've discussed, they don't have Flonase in Eternia. Sounds like something he could invent. Mm-hmm. He definitely could. By punching something. So we get a crisis right away. A dam has burst and is threatening all the farmers. And so uh, Man-at-Arms and He-Man go try to load up in the transportation to uh, go help the farmers. And they see that all their transports have gotten overtaken by some uh plant detritus stuff yeah and they were confused by what 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 was happening Mm -hmm. um attack track is uh screwed up by all the plants was it attack track i couldn't tell Well, they were trying to get into it they got in he called it small track yeah and i looked this up and from the best i can tell that that was um them trying to make a nod to the um toy attack track that didn't look anything like attack track so they wanted to put that in the show i have got to say it's been so many episodes since i've seen attack track and i am missing him Mm -hmm. like the deserts missed the rain i miss (laughs) attack track (laughs) hey that's some more insults to ram man (laughs) yeah i I think ram man's been around too much and he 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 doesn't Probably. Go out. Oh, my transmissions messed up. They were downright chummy with him because they called him Rammy. Like they always yeah. like, yeah. like what, that what, was a what thing. Is with that? Did and they just then, start doing that? Like like Duncan calls him Rammy, and then five seconds later, He Man does. I'm like, don't y'all act like you've always been calling him Rammy. This is like a cool nickname he just thought <laughs> up for himself, and that's why we haven't seen a tack track because they're just getting too chummy with Ram Man over here. It won't start, Rammy. He Man. Hello, Remy. Close, I had the close caption. I thought it was Remy with an IE instead of a Y. <laughs> What's it? No. You know Ram Man does not know how to spell his own name. I'm sure it's fine either way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Remy. Just make your mark, Ram Man. <laughs> so uh, they um, travel to the river to help out the poor villagers. And there's some little elves who are stranded in the middle of the river. And He-Man sends Battle Cat to go save them. And I was crying up thinking about how terrifying it must have been if you were a one-foot-high <laughs> creature to see Battle Cat come running at you. What if, what if Battle Cat got a little excited and just ate one of them? Just one of them. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. It looked really cute with like the little dwarf on, mm-hmm. on Battle Cat. What percent of Eternia do we think are gnome-like people? They're, at least 50% are not man-height. 50%, you think? Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you mean man-height? Like, was three foot? Yeah, also, that, how that, small that, are these dwarves? Is that an average, that an average Oh, so you want, like a, you want like a median height for Eternians? Yeah, no, just, no, no, no just, just for... Just for your your definition of a of a gnome, yeah, uh, uh, two feet or smaller. Two feet? Mm-hmm. It's pretty small. Mm-hmm. They look small. I would two feet or smaller. I'd say not that much. Maybe ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent is two feet or smaller. This sounds like a census taker's problem. <laughs> not I ours. Feel like oh, I want to see an episode about the census, the Eternian census. That sounds <laughs> great. 
Uh, doesn't uh, Beast Man With cover a that? a lot of dialogue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go door to door. I would actually really love to watch that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Don't you think that that would be Beast Man's domain since he's also in control of like the hunting lice, like the hunting tags and the lakes and the rivers and... Oh, Merman? Is that Merman? Yeah, Merman's Wait, the game warden. Merman's the game warden? Yeah. I thought Beast Man is... Con- well, Beast Man's in charge of like creatures. That's true. So he's in charge They're of like... like they might have some jurisdiction overlap. I don't know. We know at the end of the census, there'll be like seven people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they don't count good. Hey, of course, he's making a tornado to gather up the small rocks. So they're going to try to repair that dam. And um, it was kind of hard to explain what was happening, I guess, by the animation. So uh, Duncan would say things like, of course he's making a tornado to assemble the rocks to put into the dam and repair the dam, which was <laughs> right. very helpful. Well, you know, dam repair is not something that a lot of children really think a lot about, I would think. And they uh, asked the gnomes how this happened, and they said, and then now we sort of get a clue about what's going on in the episode. They said they took seeds from the, this seed man who looks like the Grim Reaper. I was going to say, in the flashback, it looked like a Nazgul, like at the yeah. door. Like, you know, just, uh, hey, like no face. Just like... Yeah. Plant these. Yeah. And so here you have this creature. Bad instincts. Mouth breathing at your door. Terrifying. And then like you could have just taken the seeds to be polite. And be like, yeah, I'll plant these first thing in the morning. And then just like not did it. But no. No, they just went ahead and did it. Duncan needs to tell them things like... If, does he have skeleton hands? If he have skeleton hands, don't take it. If you're looking into a cloak and you see nothing, that's probably not good. Yeah, yeah nothingness probably, is bad. Even orcos are pain. <laughs> yeah. He at least has eyeballs. It can be like orco. <laughs> yeah, so these seeds that they planted, because of course they go out and plant it right away because they're dumb. You know, they sprung up into these really, really tenacious vines overnight. and That's what made the damn crack. So these vines are wild. They're out of control. And uh, Sorceress appears to He-Man and says, go to the palace uh, immediately. And we get to see the plants. She says, waste no time, He-Man. He's like, Sorceress, what's going on? She goes, waste no time, He-Man. <laughs> yeah, she so wasn't, a, she says she wasn't having it. You just need to get over there. Yeah, she was just going to say it. And then also, I love that turn of phrase, too. Waste no time. Because, like, you know, she knows that Prince Adam is always just... Dilly-dallying. She's dilly-dallying a lot. <laughs> Sorceress. Waste no time, He-Man. Return to the palace. That's where we're headed now. What's wrong? Hurry! Waste no time. We're on our way. He's wasting some time. We see a lot of confusion at the palace, and uh, luckily you're just listening to this and don't have to watch it, so we can spare you, but it was really weird. But basically, the plants are overtaking the palace, and the plants captured all the palace people except yes. for He-Man. Yes, the plants captured everyone, and He-Man gets there, and is like, all caught up, and he's like, let me guess. You bought some seeds, or you got some seeds and planted them. And she's like, yes, how did you know? And I refuse to believe that Tila is the kind of rube who uh-huh. would plant some seeds handed to you by an evil Nazgul. I think, okay, so 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 I, <laughs> I, I think he was he had some sort of spell over them when he talked to them and be like, plant these. That's a that's a good uh, theory, Scott. That would explain why the gnomes did it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him. I'm that. gonna give you that because so that's the only way. Or he had some sort of like spore coming off of his head. Oh, I that, like, like that. They like changed. They like made them. Yeah, delirious or something. And that could, that has could, to be what happened. I like evil spores. Yeah, yeah. Evil that has spores to be what are happened. good. Yeah, let's, let's just go with that. 
So He-Man's as confused as we are. So he goes mm-hmm. to Castle Grayskull. He's like, Sorceress, I went there. That was no help. What's going on? And she's like, I don't know either. Uh, you know who uh, You know who probably did this is uh, Skeletor. And He-Man's like, we'll ask him. Yeah, they get on the party line. <laughs> they, they get on the spend the night phone. Well, they did crack me up that they have like diplomatic channels with Snake Mountain. That did crack me up that you could call him if you want to. Oh, yes. Sorcerers call everybody on her party phone. <laughs> He's on, like, a messenger or something like that. Nah, it is just like that. <laughs> he, looked, he, looked at my, he looked at my text, and he's not answering me. What is Skeletor's away message? <laughs> BRB. <laughs> Cleaning up Beastman's message. <laughs> Believe it or not, I am not home. I am made of bones. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to use that, Skeletor. And now we bring you Turks of Eternia, where we hear stories about He-Man-related brattiness. In today's story, Mike from Rhode Island learns a valuable lesson about receiving gifts in the sixth grade. So my friend Mark and I were like big toy collectors. We had everything. And he also like had He-Man... And, like, we would go over to each other's houses and play with these various, like, toys and just bring each other, like, our toys and then, like, mix them up and have, like, huge armies and then we would just, like, go play with them. So, I don't know, it would happen that we were talking about, like, He-Man. It was at Christmas because we'd always give each other Christmas presents. Okay. It would be, like, a toy or something. So, I think this was, like, a year maybe after my brother gave me his He-Man toys. And it was, like, Christmas and we were talking about, like, different toy lines and we were rating them to, like appearance and sculpting and like playability versus like what's our favorite action figure and stuff and then i remember i just went into this tirade where i was talking he-man toys <laughs> where i was like I was like he-man toys are like stupid like the bodies are all the same and they look stupid mm-hmm. and like faces are squishy then they don't make sense and then like the bodies are still similar and there's not enough play sets and the cartoon like looks weird they like all move the same and then it always has this like weird morality lesson <laughs> like G.I. Joe was way better because it was way more playable and then he's like oh uh, yeah yeah okay and he's like yeah no, no okay yeah alright and like then we came time to like exchange gifts and I think I gave him I don't even remember what I gave him but it was something for G.I. Joe because you loved G.I. Joe mm-hmm. and then I opened up my present and it was web store the he-man toy <laughs> this is like after the same day that i've given my tirade against he-man toys so then i remember doing this like double back and i'm like no but this is really cool because the new he-man toys are like really cool though they're like doing different mm-hmm. things with them and they like look better and they're much more like playable and you can like do more with them and he's like ah he's like if you don't like it, I can, like, get you something else. I'm like, no, this is great. Like, this is awesome. Like, this guy's great. Like, I think I'm going to start playing with he's again. Like, he looks awesome. He's, like, got cool accessories and everything. But that was, like, I think that was, like, the last He-Man toy I ever got. Because then I remember I started integrating the He-Man toys with the wrestling to Like, always playing action figure toy crossover. And then just having, like, him coming over my house and then just seeing a bunch of wrestlers and then like a couple He-Man guys and it just kind of being this like weird thing where having to keep the Webster figures for like an inordinately amount of time (laughs) so Webster would inevitably be part of like other universes storytelling like he played a big part in the Transformers storyline 
he was like in the G.I. Joe storyline for a little bit, and he played like a Star Wars like Empire creation for a little bit. So like all of these different things where he wasn't with the human. <laughs> I like which is I, really just kind of absurd. I like that one of your uh, criticisms of He Man to your friend was all the um, unnecessary moralizing, but it sounds like He Man taught you a very valuable lesson. <laughs> 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 Sounded like you learned you learned an important lesson about uh, exchanging gifts. I think so. I think so. <laughs> that you're supposed to wait until after you get your gift <laughs> to roundly criticize He Man's yeah. Well, <laughs> well, luckily, Spike Work is such a weirdo, he can integrate into a lot of universes. That's true. This is He Man. Go ahead and plant yourself for Act Two. Back up, muscle boy. I want to know what you've done to the plants. Me? Yes, because they're bugging the big bones out of me. Did you see that? The stuff's all over the place. So when they call him, he says, uh, the plants are also bugging the big bones out of me. Yeah. And uh, he AFK, and- you boob. <laughs> and uh, he and Evil Lynn are fighting them off. And it looked like an old married couple fighting about who's going to do the yard work because she's getting tired of uh, doing all the spells and he's complaining about it. Yeah, I like how Skeletor is basically unbothered about this vine situation because all of his minions can just kind of keep zapping at him a little mm-hmm. bit. And he does not seem to think that they are such a threat. <laughs> so it's right after this that we get our first look at Evil Seed. And I don't remember, did he, um, he appeared to them on the um, communication screen yes. or something? Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. Like, so, so, so they were talking to each other and then it kind of got interrupted. Who are you? I am Evil Seed, master of the plant kingdom, and I am taking over. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about what Evil Seed looks like for a minute. Uh, uh, awesome. He does look awesome. Yeah, he's he, he's an artichoke, I think. <laughs> okay, okay. But I, I yeah, it's a pretty cool looking artichoke. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised when that when that turnip shaped head came out of that cloak. I was like, oh. I'm glad they went weird with him. Yeah, uh, they, they 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 took some care with him. And they've got the um like vegetation head and the uh, robe and cloak. Uh I guess I should have looked this up, but I was wondering, um, it reminded me a lot of the real Ghostbusters uh, villain, uh, Samhain. It was sort of sort of like that, like the pumpkin guy um, okay. and uh, like the big bad. And he was it was always a big deal when he showed up. Um, and I, I wonder if one of those was inspired by the other. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski actually wrote for real Ghostbusters also. So but that wasn't his character. But anyway, uh, yeah, he was he was pretty cool and he was pretty scary. I was I was not expecting that. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he had a lot of charisma. He said a lot of interesting and weird things. Yeah, he had a good voice and everything. Now, uh, one thing I did, did want to mention is um, he had that weird line when they were all. Oh, yeah, I, I know not, what you're going to say. I didn't like that. They were. Um, he had uh, all the people captured, and of course, they were like hanging from a, were like tied up uh, in a tree. And he said something like, "Behold, my strange fruit." And obviously, yeah. when you hear that phrase, you think about the Billie Holiday song. Clearly, no, is, I mean, like, that's only, there's yeah. no other referent that could be. Uh, okay. You know what? I, like, I even, I, I looked that up yeah. because I was like, did he just say that? And I don't know if the writer thought that he was being clever or something, but I mean, it, it almost doesn't even bear saying that's about something very specific, about something very serious and very real. So it seemed like, okay. I know you're trying to be clever, but maybe we could have picked something else to say. Yeah, I was that. that I don't get it. Sorry. The, so, so um, the um, 
it was a song recorded by Billie Holiday in the 30s, um, and it was like a poem penned by like some other guy that they turned it into a recording. But um, it's this really, really eerie um, poem turned to song about lynching, okay. basically. And, you know, and so like, I think the, the hook to it is, you know, like these southern trees, they bear strange fruit. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the rain to gather, for the wind to suck, for the sun to Oh, yeah, no. So I mean, like it, it was a very first. It was like really unusual for its time because that was pre civil rights movement as mm-hmm. we know it. So you know, very provocative. It was very provocative, yeah, for anyone to be talking about you know, um, you you know something so harrowing, mm-hmm. um, especially in song, especially like a performer like Billie Holiday, who you know was. Like a who who performed lot you know lots of crowd pleasing numbers yeah, I would sure, say sure. and then you know for someone to be so political in in what was then a, a mainly a political you know forum I, I don't really? know was that early yeah uh, it was like thirty nine so like yeah it was it was getting into the forties really? okay. yeah 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 so um you know I was that like that took me out of the episode like I was <laughs> yeah. like whoa wait a minute I, there, hang I, on I imagine the the writer must have just sort of heard it and then thought it was a, right. a, a clever turn of phrase and didn't right. really think about it. Yeah, and then they didn't have access to Google. So, you <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. like instantly I was like, wait a minute, let's make sure. Right. But, um, yeah, no. <laughs> I even made sure, I was like, was this a colloquialism mm-hmm. at any point right. that predated the song? Absolutely not. No, that could only be referring to one thing. So anyway, that was weird. Uh, but, 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 uh, but besides that... Um, very happy with how Evil Seed is very strange, very creepy, uh, super, super cool, super cool villain. Um, he, do, he does say, uh, the days of men and magic have passed. Like he said, oh, other, that's a great stuff. He said other things like that. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm sorry, like, I, I was really taken aback. I was really uh-huh. taken aback. And I was distracted for several minutes more after that. But, um, yeah, like, it, it's looking pretty grim. Everybody here is, uh, incapacitated or not doing great. Mm-hmm. Everybody from Palace Attorney is tied up in vines. And so uh, we've got who's free? He-Man's free. Sources is free. Orko's free. Uh-huh. And that's about it from the good guys. And that's about it from the good guys. And Skeletor keeps asking for help from his minions. Because he's only- resisting helping He-Man. <laughs> right. And, and only to find that they're all bound up in vines, too. But Merman says, well, send help. And then, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then Skeletor says, are you crazy? Are you crazy? I can hardly help myself. If there's a good bone in you, send help. There isn't. Never has been. (laughs) (laughs) I I only helped myself. That scene was pretty uh, in a little trouble. I did like when he like calls everybody on his phone and they're they're just like not having it. And he he has Trapjaw if he has any advice and he says, call (laughs) (laughs) He-Man. Yeah, Trapjaw, he has no loyalty. He's like, I want to get it done. And he's half-heartedly still zapping at the vines with his little arm zapper, too. This is Orko, and I help in Act 3. Returnia, now witness the destruction of the dam begins. The water will soon feed my plants. So in the meantime, um, Sorceress, Orko, and He-Man, who are... uh, 
a strange team. They get assigned to be lab partners and they have to figure <laughs> out how to stop it. And they figure out that the plants hate, uh, you know, uh, cold weather. And so He-Man says, well, I'll just go lift up an ice mountain and throw it in the sky and make snow. She's like, that's pretty good. We'll need some more power. So they decide that they're going to have to try to uh, get Skeletor's help. Skeletor thinks he can wait it out, but then uh, Trap Jaw runs out of freeze lasers and gets captured, and Skeletor uh, calls He-Man and says he wants to um, visit them as a friend. He-Man, I am calling as a friend. <laughs> he wants to come over and spend the night. Yeah, he wants to ride the bus home with you after school. When he showed and have dinner at your house. <laughs> well, when he showed up at Castle Grayskull, mm-hmm. I was embarrassed for him because he was acting so poorly. Like, <laughs> it, like it was like a guest that came to the house. Like Skeletor, just be cool for like two seconds. I know you had a hard background. Your family is isn't great, doing good, but just be be cool. And and he's just like. Yeah, there was a lot of posturing. Yeah, they, he was just he was just misbehaving. He just, was. So He Man does go. He's doing to, a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Artist rendition. Oh, Frank. <laughs> he Man goes and he lifts up the top of an ice mountain and throws it in the sky. And in the meantime, we cut back over to Castle Grayskull, and Skeletor's like, "How about we don't bring him back?" And he smashes a little teleporter. Yeah, and he, um, like, tries to incapacitate Sorceress. She can't do magic, so he does do that successfully. And uh, how did uh, Sorceress beat him? Vines. Vines oh, the Vines him. just showed up. Yeah, okay. the Vines just crept in and grabbed him. So Sorceress was, like, worthless. And then, Well, you she know. brought He-Man back. Well, after the Vines right. helped her, sure. And the, But I, it was funny to see Sorceress have a sense of humor. Like, He-Man comes back and is like, did Skeletor behave himself? She's like, it went fine. <laughs> <laughs> How did it go with him? Everything went fine. I was not so sure that I appreciated her covering for Skeletor's bad behavior. <laughs> well, I guess she just didn't want to get into it. I think she... I, I was pretending she was giving him, like, a knowing look. Like, I know. Skeletor's being Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like a problem person at work. It's like, you know, they have to be on the email. Just put them. It's fine. So the plan is when the big chunk of the ice mountain passes over Castle Grayskull, all the magicians here, Orko, Skeletor, a sorceress, and I guess He-Man's sword. I, I didn't really see how that worked. Yeah. They were going to um, shoot at it and make it snow. And I love how they let Orko in on it, too. I was thinking, yeah, he's a magician. He can do it. He did. So basically, Orko... Could handle it, but he just needed a little help. <laughs> just just a little more. If this would have happened in Trolla, that there wouldn't have been an episode. He would have just fixed everything. <laughs> no. Uh, if Orko's uncle was there, they could have taken care of all of it. Well, they definitely could have. And also, because they could fly and evade the vines, so they probably could. <laughs> but they just could never land. Yeah, just they get tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flying around way too long. Skeletor, raise your havoc staff. Now... It will be out of range soon. I don't know. I like how Skeletor knew that he had to help them or else the world was going to be ruined, but he was still hesitating. Yeah, he had gotten ensnared in the vines at one point. You would think that he would understand that he would not be left standing. I like also how He-Man knew what the name of his staff was. Like, all of them are proper nouns. Like, they know all the toys. Everybody knows everybody else's toys. Like, Skeletor, raise your havoc staff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like Skeletor could have been like, He-Man, use your thunder punch action. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Orko, use your pull string. Uh, 
Uh, so it does snow, and all the plants start to wither, and Evil Seed has some great dying lines. There will be another season. Yeah, he was it? Yeah, he was downright creepy. Yeah, he was upset, and then, yeah, no, I, I did like that. Yeah, he was, he was melting. He had, a, he had a great villain's death. This is my season. This is my time. But I will be back. I will be back. There will be another season. Yes, yes, there will be. He did. It, it, it was great. It was sad. So, <laughs> it's a, it's a shriveling, shriveling. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I mean, I just feel like he could have had a place in Eternia. They could have built him a little greenhouse or something like that, and he could have just been happy and grew there, but he didn't want that. Hey, I don't know. You see his look? He was He was in for some badness. You can't be wearing a robe like that and be up to anything good. Well, apparently the robe was just to protect him from the cold because he was one of those plants you got to bring in when it frosts. Maybe is whatever you wear. Maybe they could have got him something with puffy sleeves and no pants and he would have changed what he was like. Maybe. He could have been like the prince of plants. No, yeah, what is what is under under part looks like? Like his legs and stuff. It must have just been like a, like a vine, stone with sprout, sprouty stuff. Yeah. That's what okay. I'm thinking. That's for him to know. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you look at it, you're married to him. <laughs> That's right. You can't peek That's into exactly my robe. Right. Yeah, yeah, just no. Don't peek into his robe. Because you're like. <laughs> oh, now you're married to Evil Seed. Uh, now you're engaged. There's some everyone. watches in there and. <laughs> no, don't go peeking in robes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Even if you're forced to. <laughs> He-Man tells Skeletor that they could join forces, and uh, Skeletor is not interested in pieces out in his own little space portal. Yeah. And I, so they, they talk a little bit. Orko is, is confused about why Skeletor wouldn't uh, use his power to help people. And I was just so surprised about how wrong they are about Skeletor. Was it He-Man that said something like, no, Sorceress says he doesn't know right from wrong. He says very clearly several times that he <laughs> believes in evil. He, he yeah. definitely knows right from wrong. Yeah, he does. He just chooses wrong. He just chooses badness. What do you think about the little um, tag at the end where um, uh, He-Man was talking about sending Skeletor to his to uh, Orko's room as a punishment? <laughs> I thought that was, a, that was a great game. It was really funny. And I was shocked at the end when He-Man agreed to go help Orko clean his room as He-Man. All right, all right, I'll go clean it up right now. Want to help me? Glad to, my little friend. <laughs> Don't wait for us. I have a feeling we're going to be a while. That cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking there'd be like some dust tornadoes. Like, you know, there, there would be something something wacky happening there. I did enjoy that. I thought Orko, that was really you cute. need to throw things away before you start organizing. Have you taken a picture of all your shoes and put them on the, <laughs> on the boxes? <laughs> I don't get the feeling that He-Man is very organized. I would suggest having no clothes. <laughs> well, if, if you can't punch it, he's not interested. In Orko, it. where are your harnesses? Where are your harnesses of power? I know we've discussed this. He doesn't sleep as He-Man, yeah? He doesn't have, like, quarters. Like, He-Man okay, recharging so, quarters. Okay, so, so, so in the, the one episode that I saw with the lightning round, he gets knocked out. And you would think that he would change back into Prince Adam mm-hmm. because he's not whatever. No. The whole episode, he's, he, he's He-Man. Hmm. That's not too bad. That's not a bad. That's it's not, not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just weird because you, you're used to... He changes, like, in episodes earlier, prior to this, 
like four or five times throughout mm-hmm. the episode. And you're like, why are you even changing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I, I don't know. I just. What? Uh, it, it was kind of interesting in this one, too. We talked before about um, how how much He-Man and Prince Adam might be the same person. In this one, we hear He-Man refer to uh, Randor Marlena as his mom and dad. So he definitely identifies as being Prince Adam. I thought it was kind of interesting. So too. it's just basically an outfit he puts on. Uh-huh, basically. And if he had chambers, they wouldn't be messy, but they just wouldn't be a whole lot to him. Yeah, it's just like Prince Adam having drink, drunk a Red Bull or something. It's just kind of like a bed, and he's got like a paddle ball that he plays <laughs> when he's bored because he doesn't need to sleep. Does, does Prince Adam ever wear anything different or? the only way the same thing we saw him in his a sleep outfit. a sleep shirt yeah yeah i mean sleep shirt but i mean other than that he always wears the pink right i think, I think so, so. Yeah. Okay. yeah i think that's so his... you look, he's a closet full of pink polos <laughs> <laughs> right that's his signature look it they used to be like one red and one white shirt but he washes them together <laughs> yeah man at arms <laughs> makes him do his own laundry <laughs> Now, Prince Adam, here's a quarter. <laughs> Wait, what was our... Oh, yeah, and our moral was has to do with respecting the ideas of other people. Yeah. I'm like, Tila, you have never been in a meeting with people who did not have good ideas. Yeah, I, I don't know if there was a middle ground in this episode. Like, uh, let's uh, let him take over part of Eternia. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well. Part of it will be the domain of this uh, plant-like despot. Okay, I think we found some middle ground. <laughs> yeah, there's the there's the respecting ideas of others. <laughs> well, on that note, I suppose we should render judgment upon this episode. Okay. I love Evil Seed, and I like that we got to see some more toys. The writer had that one weird uh, hiccup. Um pretty cool i thought it was a pretty creative way to have skeletor and not follow the same formula so i'm gonna go uh um 4.3 um small tracks and i um was interested in it but i'll still you know i don't know i'll, I'll rank it a little lower i'll just say 3.9 um it's getting that high because of when skeletor says who does that cabbage think he is <laughs> that was funny that was a good I line i didn't enjoy that was, yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. 3.9 okay uh i liked the episode it was good it was a good he-man it was a, it was yeah it was good and that the evil seed just brought it all the way up <laughs> he was good he i was, want an he action figure of him surely somebody made a custom of him they yeah. just got a broccoli and put some eyes on it but he looks great <laughs> he looks great uh i can make that when i go home <laughs> um 4.4 okay all right cool I like it. Hello, He-Maniacs and She-Ruffians. Did you know you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter? Well, you can. You can also visit our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com to view our episode guide and sign up for our newsletter. If you're on a mobile phone, those links are in the footer of the site. If you'd like to get in touch with us about anything related to Masters of the Universe, email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com, especially if you have a bratty He-Man story. Thanks to our longtime listeners and to our new ones. We hope to hear from you soon. Okay, well, that is our show for today. Next week, we'll be reviewing Season 1, Episode 22 of She-Ra, The Crystal Castle. Finally, that should have been before the other one. Remember that you can find our episode guide at w- excuse me, http colon backslash backslash Rebecca's groaning www.thewizardsnightshirt.com <laughs> And Frank, sad Frankenstein wants to thank you for listening. And please remember, 
clothes make the man. So get you a creepy evil wizard's robe and have some big plans. Think he is?